Hi, it's Rich Bassini here doing episode nine. And before I get started, I just want to start off by saying thank you to Anchor for letting me um, create their podcast on their website. And today is May 30th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in. For those who do follow me on here, I just want to say thank you and welcome. Today, I want to talk about the two topics, the ups and downs on eBay and your privacy as a buyer and also privacy as your seller as well. Um, first, let's get let's let's go to the nitty gritty. Let's get right into this here. Let's dig into it with the uh, ups and downs with being on eBay, being an eBay seller or an eBay buyer. They're one and the same as far as I'm concerned. I'm just going to throw this stuff off. I'm just going to, you know, right off the cuff. I'm just going to, you know, this is not pre-scripted or anything like that. I, I'm just going to express myself and, you know, for those who, uh, you know, want to listen to me and take heed in what I'm saying, that's fine. If not, that's fine too. First off, um, just to let you guys know with, uh, anchor, I only have 30 minutes to, uh, do my podcast. So I'm going to try to get as much as I can within the 30 minutes. What I want to talk today about is uh, the ups and downs about eBay. I've been on eBay now since uh, July of 1999, which makes it over 20 years. On and off seller, um, I had other jobs prior to that. You know, I was in the IT field, and uh, I didn't think much about eBay back then. Uh, I sold a few items just to you know feel the water, so to speak, and. Uh, you know, it's okay. I mean, I, I wasn't something, it wasn't something I was going to say, um, I'm going to go quit my job and do eBay full time. And that's why I'm going to talk today about, you know, I just want to get this out there to people who are thinking about doing that, um, quitting their jobs and, you know, doing eBay full time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Come on, I'm drinking a cup of coffee here. And, um, I just want to say, folks, uh, you know, it's not it's, what I'm telling you is not, you know, it's nothing really that, you know, it's like rocket science or anything like that. It's all just basic, you know, basic common sense. But the thing is, being on eBay for over 20 years, and I've been doing a lot of research on my own, on my own, not only for myself, but others, you know, listen to what other people have to say. And there are people out there that want to, uh, you know, I, I go to the community chat board. Some people say I'm done with eBay, the fees and this and that and the other thing. Look, I have to honestly say eBay is, well, for me, it's my number one pl platform. Um, I use it exclusively, okay? <clears throat> and I have to honestly say it's been an up and down battle trying to make sales it really has um what i made at my other job i got laid off i went through two company bank uh two two company um layoffs and one company bankruptcy and uh and the last one i got laid off was in june of 2016. i worked for a company over here in new york and uh, i was there for a number of years had great benefits pension plan 401k plan bonuses every year you name it Paid holidays, sick days, and all that other stuff. You mean it had soup to nuts? Great company, I loved it. Um, when I got laid, when I got laid off, I didn't take it personally because a, a thousand of us got laid off. Basically, you know, a lot of us did. Not, it wasn't just me. Different departments. And what happened was, you know, the job, those jobs went overseas, and I didn't want to get into that there because when I think about it, it really upsets me. Um, and the reason why it upsets me is because. 
you know, we need the jobs here, folks, plain and simple. We, we need the jobs here. You know, I mean, I understand other places and big corporations. They want to, you know, uh, what do you call it there? Uh, you know, farm out the work to, um, you know, make a profit, you know, show their company, show their shareholders that their company's making a profit and so on and so forth. And it's good for their shareholders as well, because now they're making, you know, they're making uh, money on dividends on their invested stocks. Um, but it really hurts when you have jobs that, that are needed, are much needed here in this, in this country, in the United States, um, to go overseas you know, to farm out the work because, you know, you want to get the work done cheaper, you know, cheaper labor and, and so on and so forth. That's, that's, I, I understand the logic and, you know, the, the validity and behind what they're doing, these big corporations. But the bottom line is, folks, we need the jobs here, plain and simple. Uh, I have a relative that has a, a bachelor's degree in business and uh, worked for a pharmaceutical company, worked with two of them. And needless to say, very made very well, good money working for them. And he got laid off the first job, which was the one that paid the most at the time. And then he recently got laid off, I think, back in, uh, was it March? It was March, he got laid, let go. Right? Yeah, March. it was March, he got let go. So now he's unemployed. Um, the old saying, now he's not, well, pounding the streets is an old term we used to use back in the day. Now he's looking for a job. And... <clears throat> Talking to my uh, a relative, saying that you know, because I asked about how is so and so doing, and they said, well, he's you know he's looking there for jobs, but the only problem he's having right now is a lot of these companies they want experience. I said, I know, I go, I went through the same thing in the IT field. You know, here's the thing with with uh, getting into with college and stuff like that. I'm all for college, I, I believe, and I went to school for business, um, you know, for business, my, you know, for, well, it would be an associate's degree, but for business, um, and you know, back in those days, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, you basically didn't have to have a resume. Well, I, I'm just saying what well, I remember. I remember having a resume. All I remember is back in the day getting jobs and you can get them left and right. All you had to do is fill out an application. You put your job, other job experiences, you know, other jobs you had. And that was it. Today, they want resumes, which, you know, <clears throat> which makes sense. I mean, today, companies that hire people, they want to know your background. You know, what are you doing? What did you do prior to this year? You know, do you do you fit the position? Do you have the experience for it? And the problem, the problem I see here with, with this year in general is that <clears throat> how are you going to gain experience if nobody's going to if no, none of these companies going to take you in? <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Can't drink uh, cold coffee. Anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, this is the problem. And, you know, when I hear people, and I know that my relative would not have quit his job to do eBay full time. It'd be crazy when I found out the salary was making over six digits. Um, you're not going to quit your job. You're not going to quit, you know, your job to do eBay. Um, now, the point I'm alluding to right now is, or should say, I wanted to uh, focus on is when I had my job, um, I had the bonus and stuff like that there. Uh, it had a great package plan, all that stuff. Um, there was no way I was going to quit. There was no way I was going to leave my job on the on ending circumstances. Okay. Uh, not only that, the company had, like I said, had a pension plan too. So uh, that was that was very important to me because where I am over here in New York, there are not too many companies that offer pension plans outside of a state and federal jobs. You know, if you work for a county, uh, you get a pension. If you're, you know, like if you're a cop or you know, if you're in, you know. 
working as a EMT or whatever. They have pensions and stuff like that. You know, those type of jobs, court offices and so on and so forth. There was no way I was going to quit my job <clears throat> to pursue a career in eBay. Now, um, I do have a YouTube channel, okay, that um, I talk about reseller news and I do the Let's Talk eBay. And with those two, the reseller news, basically I talk about what goes on, you know, what's going on in the e-commerce world. And I, I do expand on eBay topics. The Let's Talk eBay um, is not, it's not two separate channels. I, I keep them together. I merge together. I'm not going to keep up. Any, I'm not going to have, uh, all, you know, register all these different uh, YouTube channels. I can't, I'm lucky to manage what I have. So I keep them together. Like, you know, people might say, well, why don't you just have reseller news on one channel and then have let's talk. I'm not going to go. I'm not going that way. I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, have all these different uh, YouTube channels. There's enough going on in my life right now to sit there managing two channels. Not that it's a big deal, but, um, you know, what I'm trying to say is for those of you out there, you know, if you want to do eBay, do it on a, a part-time venture, uh, a side hustle, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> but don't quit your day job. Seriously, don't don't quit your day job because <laughs> you're not going to be a happy camper. Seriously. Um, for what I, I'll just share this with you. I'm not going to get into figures, but what I made at my job back in 2016 Okay. And, then, and I'm, I'm being a front and honest. I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and come on my podcast here, do my podcast and sit there and tell you lies. I'm not going to sit there just to, to make, you know, get listeners or whatever. I'm telling you like it is, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. You take it however you want, but there is no way. And this is the gospel truth. There is no way I am making the money that I made when I was working at my job. A matter of fact, I wouldn't even want to stress to you what I made because it's really not good. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you know, even though I'm top rated seller, a power, you know, that power seller that I've taken that away is a June the 20, I think June 20th or whatever, the power seller, they're doing away with that program. And you know, you get a little certificate there that says over here. Let's see, I got my book here, my, my blue slip here. <clears throat> It goes over here. You can print it out too. I'm so honored to have it. <laughs> Being sarcastic, really, but no, seriously. Uh, it goes on to say here, eBay, you, the power seller community. Thank you, Richard J. Pacini, for two years of leading examples as an eBay power seller. And then it's got the person's name, Andrea Stairs, Vice President of Seller Community and CMO of North America. I printed it out. You know, I printed out. I put him in plastic. I put him in, you know, put in a plastic uh, protecting covering here, and uh, they sent a letter with it as well. And it goes on. Shop RJPC for great deals. We're retiring the Power Solar program. Uh, it goes on to say we're we are retiring retiring the Power Solar program. Dear Shop RJPC, as a Power Solar, you're one of eBay's most trusted and valued sellers. While the Power Seller program is part of the eBay's heritage as providing a meaningful badge for sellers, it now exists alongside the eBay top-rated seller program. Because the top-rated seller program offers more meaningful seller recognition as well as a wider set of benefits, we have made a decision to simplify our seller programs and retire the Power Seller program and, and badges as of June 20th, 2021. It has been inspiring to see how the Power Seller has shaped eBay since the launch of the program more than 20 years ago, 
And we are now encouraged to continue the eBay journey as part of the top rated seller program. Learn more about it. Then they have a thing there, hyperlink, which says top rated seller. You click it on. It goes on to say, so that you won't lose your benefits of being a power seller starting June, June 20th uh, of, your, of the, yeah, your seven calendar day grace period for negative and neutral feedbacks will be included in the top rated seller program. In recognition of your contribution as a powered seller, we have created a special certificate which can be personalized down here. You can print it out, whatever, and you put the years that you were a power seller. And it says, thank you for being one of eBay's most active, long-standing sellers for contributing to our heritage. We look forward to supporting you as I continue to represent, let's continue to represent the best of selling eBay through the e top through the top-rated seller program, your eBay team. Yeah, so they gave you a certificate, you know, like that, that you printed out, you were able to print it out in there, and you put in how many years you were a power seller, you know, they want dates. And I did that there. <clears throat> and, um, you know, <clears throat> it's nice getting a little thing. You get recognition like that. No more, no more time for the swig of coffee, folks. Sorry, guys. I can't drink coffee. It's getting lukewarm. Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I really am happy with the, like, you know, with that, you know, they sent me a nice little certificate and stuff like that to print out. But anyway, you know, when it comes down to, you know, the actuality of doing eBay full time, I, I'll, I'll leave you with this because I want to go into the other topic uh, as far as the privacy topic with um, eBay brought that out too. Uh, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, in regards to people sitting there saying, I want to quit my job. I want to do eBay full time. Folks, all I'm saying is this. Okay. And you're hearing from a person that's been on eBay for over 20 years. I've been, I, I've seen, I heard stories. I've seen people talking about it. And to be honest with you, that's a big leap to take. And let me tell you something. If you're going to do something like that, make sure you have all your ducks lined up in a row. Because let me tell you something. You might be doing well, making a, you know a decent amount of money every month. If you're making enough money to cover your mortgage, your car payments, or whatever your credit card, and you're just, and just overall living expenses, and you feel like you're making a lot of money to cover all that, making a, equivalent to your the job you just resigned from, well, I wish you all the best. Kudos to you. Okay, that's all I can say, because I'll be honest with you. For the amount of sales I make, and some people say, well, if you feel that way about it, then why don't you just get off of eBay altogether and go back to work full-time again? Um, I toyed around the idea, and I'll be upfront and honest with you. But I'm hanging in there. Um, I was able to pay all my bills off pretty much, no mortgage and stuff like that, no car payments, credit card debt. So, uh, and Plus, I have, I'm getting a, you know, uh, a government check right now um, to keep me going for a while. Um, so right now, for me, it's okay. I, I'm able to, so you know, to hold out. But for the most part, um, I, I highly wouldn't recommend anybody to quit their job just yet. When it comes to you know, wanting to sell on eBay full time, um, really try this. Well, this is what I. This is my advice to you guys, whoever's thinking about that. What you might want to do is uh, do it as a side hustle. Keep your nine to five job, even though you hate it. See what you could do with this here because a lot of people have great expectations of going into a business. I'm going to quit my job. I used to listen to eBay radio. I'm going to quit my job and do eBay full time. <clears throat> and I used to listen to these people. I said, you know, are they crazy? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, my, my, my situation turned out to be a hobby. Uh, this was, you know, eBay was a hobby for me. It started off as a hobby and now it's a full time hobby. 
It was a part-time hobby, now it's a full-time hobby, uh, since I got laid off from my job back in June of 2016. So all I'm saying is, before you take that leap and you want to, you want to, you know, jump into doing eBay full-time, please reconsider what you want to do. Remember what you have with your job. You got benefits, hopefully. You got a steady paycheck coming in every month or every week, I should say, but you know your monthly expenses and stuff like that. You know what you're making from your job, your current job. Think about it, folks. It's a big responsibility to do what you're going to do because let me tell you something. You might have plenty of good months where you're saying, I'm making good money. I'm making just as much money as I'm doing my job. I think this justifies me to quit my job. Think about it really strongly because, folks, I'm telling you, and I'm being upfront and honest. You're hearing from a guy that's been doing this here for, on and off <clears throat> for over 20 years. And I'll be honest with you. And I'm, I'm being upfront without giving you figures. I am not making, I am not making the money that I was making on my last job. Okay, if that's of any consolation to anybody, if that, that's of any help to anybody, that's that's the gospel truth, whole truth and nothing but the truth. So please think about it. Before you make before you make that decision, I know a lot of people hate their jobs. Some of them, I, I hate nine to five jobs. I want to do my own thing, and they go on eBay, YouTube, and they hear all these stories. People are, oh, this guy here, I, I quit my job. I'm doing this full time. Yeah, that's good. What happens when everything starts slowing down? May for me, I did, I did a May. Uh, I just did a, a what do you call it there? Uh, a sales for May. My sales were dismal. What did I make? Five, six sales. For the month of May. And there's nothing to write home about, folks. Because when you get when eBay gets through taking their fees, uh, you know, the the you know the uh final value fees and this fee and that fee, and you know, it, it believe me, the profit margin's really low. So you might want to think twice about that, really. Uh, that's all I'm telling you. Give it a give it a strong thought, sleep on it, talk to your wife or whoever, your friends or whatever relatives, and get feedback from it. Because folks, I'm telling you, right to boot. You are not going to be a happy camper if you give up what you have now to pursue this as a full-time gig, okay? Be careful. That's all I'm telling you. Try it on a part-time basis. Do it as a side hustle to make extra money. Maybe you're putting money away for a vacation or a trip with your family or whatever. Do it like that. I'm not telling you not to go into business or to do this here. I'm just saying proceed with caution. That's all I'm telling you, all right? That's all I'm telling you guys. The other thing I want to share with you guys is um, this thing with privacy. Uh, people, I had I had one on my YouTube channel. Somebody was telling me about when it comes to um, selling things on Facebook or whatever, like platforms like that, Cra uh, Craigslist or whatever. Uh, how do you feel about having people come to your house? And I told these people, you know, I told them, I replied back on my Facebook. I said, look, I don't have a problem with people coming to the house. You know, first off, Everything you're doing on eBay is done, you know, it, the transactions you're doing is on eBay. So you're pretty much protected as far as that part goes. Now, <laughs> if somebody comes to your house and, you know, gives you a hard time, that's a different story. I think that's what people are afraid of. Suppose I come there, a buyer, the buyer made the payment, they made the transaction, and then later on, they decide they don't want it. They come back to your house, say, I want a full refund, this, that, and they start giving you a hard time. I heard stories like that. Um, I'm not going to mention a person, but there was a story like that where the, the seller uh, sold the buyer something, you know, the buyer bought something off the seller, and they didn't like the item. They wanted the money back, and one thing led to the other where it came to the point where the seller, because he knew the address, 
came to the person's house and the person, the seller had to call the cops because the, the buyer was getting, you know, belligerent. It was starting to get upset and, you know, was making all these crazy accusations and talking and stuff. It got to a point where the person had to call the cops. Now, look, here's my thing. When it comes to privacy, the only thing you could do, and I think it's kind of crazy, it's a catch-22. When you print off labels, when you sell something on eBay and you're over there you're getting ready to print out your label, your shipping label, right? It's going to have your address on it, a return address. You know, you could cross it out if you want to do that, but that's crazy, and I'll tell you why. Suppose that package gets lost. Who are they going to know to send it back to? Now, people say, yeah, but doesn't the post office open up the package and look at the package? Suppose you didn't put a packet slip in there. I have people, I know people that don't put packet slips in there, and it, I do. Now, when you're printing out a packet slip on eBay, it gives you an option there where you could hide your mailing address on the packet slip. But what about the shipping address? It's got it there. So it's a catch-22. You're not going you, to be able to avoid that problem when it comes to privacy issues like that on eBay. You know, now my only suggestion is this, okay? And and by from what I understand, reading about it on, on the United States Postal Service, I was gonna. What I'm gonna say is maybe you may want to look into getting a post office box. Now there are a couple of sellers that have YouTube channels and they they put their information on there. If you want to buy something or like merch off of them or whatever, you make donation or whatever it works, they have a PO box address. I've seen it. I'm thinking of getting one again myself. I had one and I ended up letting it go because I said, you know, when after I lost my job, I said, you know, because I was doing this, as like I said, a side hustle. I said, geez, I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money every year. You know, I think, well, you do it every six months, you you pay into it. I think it was costing me, I don't know if it was $39 every six months or $40 a month. I know it came out to something like, it was under $100 a year. I don't know what it is now. But that's one way of concealing your address, your um, your, your home address, okay? Um. But, you know, the thing is, folks, there's really – if you're a seller – or if you're a seller and you have that on there, then then you should be okay. You know, if you want – like that's that's if you want to go and spring for a, a P.O. box. Some people may not want to. I know relatives that don't want to spring for P.O. boxes. Hey, I'm just going to leave my, my resident address. I don't care. They take a gamble like that chance. I myself – I myself, I don't have the P.O. box right now. I had one. And um, to be honest with you, I I never, thank God, never encountered a problem where I had an irate buyer, if they bought something from me, like from, let's say, Facebook or if I, even from eBay, come back and give me a hard time. It, 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 you know, I didn't have that type of situation. But if you're very concerned about your privacy issue, like I don't want, then the only thing I can tell you is, this is the only way you can protect yourself. If and that's the thing, too, people don't feel comfortable having people come to the house. I understand that. You got a total stranger coming to the house. You don't know what's, you know, you don't know what this person's all about. You don't know this person from Adam and Eve, right? <clears throat> so you may be very, you know, you know, receptive to this. Say like, I don't want, I don't want nobody coming to my house. And I understand. I understand wholeheartedly. So my take is this: if you're going to do eBay. And you're going to set it up that way. Don't check off local pickup available, whatever. Don't put that in your listing because you will have, if people live in your town or your state, they are going to reach out to you if you, they see local pickup available. I know because it happened to me. Okay? And you can do that. When you're on your listings, you could have it where you ship you know, worldwide if you want to go international. I don't. I ship in the United States. 
But you could also, in your listing, you could also check off local uh, local pickup available, something like mine. You could leave it there. It's okay. You'd be, as far as I know, they have it that way. I know because I, I experienced it on two occasions. Okay. So I had no problem. Um, it was covered. You know, the buyer, the payment was covered because they used PayPal back then. Now it's through the eBay managed payment service. Um, so, and, and again, I, and you know, it, it's, it's all up to how you feel. If you're okay with it, if you do Facebook Marketplace, most likely you're gonna have people come to your house, right? I mean, I I did I sold things off Facebook Marketplace when it came to my house, and the transactions were good. You know, they were good. I had no problem with it. <clears throat> Person gave me the money. I they sold a little electronic stereo, and they you know they paid up front. You know, they well they paid when I seen them, and uh, everything was good. I had no problem with it. You know, some people pay through PayPal. You know. Um, it, it depends how you work, how you want to work it. But in regards to your privacy, your know, privacy issue is regards to like, you know, in other words, I don't like the idea of having people on my, my home address. Well, if you don't want that, then folks, you might want to reach out and get yourself a post office box. Okay. That's one way to avoid, you know, the, the uh, privacy issue as far as that part goes. Okay. That's the only thing I could tell you when you're printing your packing slip. Um, if you have a PO box, that doesn't matter. You don't have to hide your address because it's got the PO in it. But I know when I print out my packing slip, um, it says you could hide your address, your, your resident address, whatever. But the shipping label has it, though. Okay? I don't know if it's going to hide it on the shipping label because, again, that is not that's a foolish move to take because if the package gets lost, how are they going to know where to send it back? Right. So think about that for a change. I understand people don't like the idea of people, you know, coming to the house. I understand the privacy issue, but that's the only way you can avoid that, folks. OK, um, there is something I did read on eBay about. I don't know. They keep telling you reach out to your congressman or senator or whatever. It's something to do again with privacy where they want to make it where um, they don't give all the information, you know, look, put it out there. Uh, for people to have your, your home address and your phone number and all that other stuff. And I understand. I'm not too crazy about that either. But I'll get into that at another time. Like I said, I'm running out of time here because I only get 30 minutes with this uh, podcast. So uh, we're at the 26 mark, 26 minute mark right now. Um, <clears throat> and the other thing I just want to say really quick before we, you know, before I close out this podcast is um, in regards to managed payments, uh, that was another topic that I was going to throw into the mix, but I throw it in now because uh, I just thought about it. Um, people are complaining about managed payments. I, on the other hand, was with PayPal for a long time since the inception of it when, when it was uh, you know working hand-in-hand -hand with eBay. Never had a problem with PayPal. They, also, they always stuck by me. I felt well-protected. And eBay, from what I understand, is going to grandfather or going to make it where – I don't know if it's going to be mandatory, most likely it's going to be mandatory where everybody's going to have to, um, you know, uh, if, you know, jump into the bandwagon and join and sign up for managed payments. I will, I will tell you this though, all honesty, I've been with them now for a few months and I have no problem with them whatsoever. I don't know what all the big hype is. People complaining, oh, this, that, they make it sound like it's the worst thing in the world. And I can see why eBay feels the way they do. They're doing it. They want to keep everything under one umbrella, so to speak. So you you sell on eBay, you buy on eBay, you keep everything on eBay. Now, here's the thing. The managed payments is only for the selling part of it. The buyer can fully understand from an eBay teammate, they said they could still use PayPal and all the other, uh, you know, other options as far as payment options. Okay. I don't know if it's discovered this, I don't know, whatever cards, whatever they have, whatever they have it. Um, they... <clears throat> They can use other payment services for the buyers. 
But for the sellers, eBay wants people to, um, you know, use the uh, managed payment service. I have no problem with it. That's all I'm telling you. All right. Um, we're going out to the 28 minute mark here. Um, I just want to say one thing. I want to throw a little, you know, segue for my, for my uh, YouTube channel. And I want to just throw this out really quick. Um, on my YouTube channel, you can just type in there if you want to find me or, you know, if you want to, if you're interested to listen to the reseller news <clears throat> and the, uh, let's talk eBay, just type in in YouTube, go to YouTube on a search and just type in Richard J. Passini. That will bring you to my YouTube channel. If you like the content I put out, you want to listen to more, you want to be a subscriber, I'd love to have you as a subscriber. Just hit that subscribe button, like, comment, and share. If you want to be updated when I post out new videos, please hit that bell notification icon. The other thing is my uh, my eBay listings. I want to give you the uh, eBay, um, yeah, eBay user ID, so in case you want to look me up, it's shop rjpassini four great dash deals i had to put dash because i don't want to keep it one long word okay anyway we're coming on to the 29 minute second uh session here i just want to say in closing thank you for you know uh, listening to my podcast if you have any questions or comments or you want to get in touch with me you please do um my user my uh what is my uh, email address is uh, rjpassini at verizon.net and on behalf of Anchor, I just want to say thank you so much, Anchor, for let me uh, for let me create this podcast on your website. And I just want to say also, as I always say in my videos, for those who are thinking about selling on eBay, I wish you guys all the best in sales. My name is Rich Bassini. You listen to episode nine on the uh, podcast. So thank you again. Have a great day. Until next time. Bye-bye for now.